Yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. What is up, guys? Welcome back to finally another episode of Unfiltered. We're really sorry. It's been over a month um, that we've mm-hmm. done an episode, almost like two months. Um, yeah. There's just been a wide stretch between now and then. A lot of stuff happened. Um, nothing bad or anything, but just, uh, yeah. you know. Just break. busy with busy yeah. with uh, the holidays, um, family stuff, and uh uh college finals that type exactly. of stuff yeah uh, but we're finally back and uh you know playoffs man playoffs are finally here um as much as we like it or not um you know playoffs are the best time for football uh every year and uh we got a big slate of games coming up a lot of exciting games a lot of surprises that have happened in the past week um i can't we can't uh wait to get right into it so um mm-hmm. So today we're just basically going to cover, um, like, I think, like, four aspects. Uh, so we're going to do the predictions for our um, playoff games for this week. We're going to do our uh, playoff power rankings from 1 to 14, since there's 14 teams alive right now. Um, yep. Then we're going to do um, – we're going to do our, basically, um, predictions for, you know, uh, who moves on to the divisional round and uh afc championship nfc championship and then super bowl um yeah so yeah anyways uh let's get right into the first game man las vegas and cincinnati i never expected this game to happen (laughs) but um yeah man i can't believe las vegas actually punched in to be the, the five seed which is actually crazy um but cincinnati man they're um they're finally back in the playoffs since 2015 um, and these two teams haven't won a playoff game, and like I think the Raiders haven't won in, since two thousand three, and Cincinnati hasn't won in, in like thirty one years or something. Yeah, I saw um, a stat that said um, it's been eighteen years or so yeah. since at least eighteen years since either team has won a yeah. postseason game, and I think the last postseason game that the Raiders won was the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Um, before they lost in the Super Bowl to the Bucks in 2002, um, 2002-2003 season. So um, a lot on the line for both teams. I, I, had, I had trouble picking this game just because, I mean, both teams are 10-7. and seven, But, I mean, you like to root for the underdog. The uh, yeah. That against uh, Joe Burrow and, and the Bengals. But... Um, yeah, I, I was really surprised that the Raiders even got into this point because I think a lot of people thought that they um, that they would that they would lose after. I mean, yeah, that after they losing would... so many of their players and their head coach. Um, I still don't. I'd like I gotta like hand it to them. You know, as much as I don't like their team, they really. Yeah. Um, they're a tough team. They have a tough team and a tough yeah. fan base, and they like got it, got it done. Mm-hmm. They could have literally, losing. they could have literally had the Chargers in the playoffs too, but mm-hmm. you know they just decided. You know, Brandon Staley decided to take the timeout. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After they lost their second game um, to Chiefs on December twelfth, I. And they were, and they fell to six and seven. You know, a lot of people, including myself, and probably you too, counted them out of the playoff race. And it's like this team can't, this team can't beat a winning team. But then they beat the Browns, 
the Broncos, the Colts, and then the Chargers to go yeah. ten and seven. So that was it, it was a, it was a big surprise. Literally, the Colts could be here right now. Uh huh. They just you know they just had to screw it up. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's I don't know. I guess it's fun seeing the Raiders in the playoffs. As much as I hate saying that, um, I think they'll make it interesting. They're um, you know, the, I think this this is Derek Carr's first playoff start. He didn't even start in twenty sixteen. Yeah, so you never know what's gonna happen. Um, and plus, he's playing Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's—he's most likely gonna win comeback player of the year. Um, mm-hmm. he's literally on fire this year. He's already uh, the Bengals' leading touchdown uh, passer in a single season. Um, and, it, and it's in his second year as well. But um, this game is in Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the four seed. Las Vegas is the five seed. Um, I'm really excited about this game. I feel like this is such a good game to start off, you know, the playoffs. I mean, it is, this is how it's going to be like in order and stuff too. Um, but so, so I gotta, so I, gotta got? go with, I gotta go with Cincinnati, man. I, I like Cincinnati mm-hmm. in this game. Um, I think that their offense has definitely been very consistent. Um, their defense has also been, uh, pretty resilient in the last few weeks, um, and yeah, man, Joe Burrow, he's Joey B, he's on fire. Um, you know him and Jamar mm-hmm. Chase are not slowing down. That like the they're literally in the playoffs because of him and Jamar Chase. There's like no other reason. Um, and I think that duo is what's going to help them even more tomorrow. And I think Cincinnati is going to win. I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think, you know, the Raiders, they they do really well against good teams. Um, and, like, there's – I saw this stat, like, the Raiders have um, – they've had – they've won the most games that were decided by, like, five points or fewer or something. Yeah, I'm looking um, at their games this year. And, I mean, week one against – the Ravens on the first Sunday night was thirty-three to twenty-seven in OT. Yeah. I mean, they started out three and zero. They also won um, their third game against the Dolphins, thirty-one to twenty-eight in OT. Um, you know, just this past Sunday night. Um, yeah, they, they did start, start out three and zero. Them, oh yeah. <laughs> Panthers no, fans know, wished wished that their their team. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know they say that like. 80% of teams that start 3 and 0 make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And of course the Broncos are part of the 20% that don't. <laughs> um but but yeah, let um, it go Solar. Let it go. Yeah, no. But I'm actually I'm actually like, like we'll talk about uh, other stuff after the playoffs, Yeah, I, hey, I saw you liked that Instagram post um by NFL memes IG that said congratulations to all the people who support teams that finished last in their division. Y'all oh suck. <laughs> I wanted to send it to my brother cuz my brother's a Seattle fan. Um yeah, but I mean to finish last place with a seven and ten record, I don't know the Bronc. I mean, they, I we we argue we've talked about this a bunch of times, and even in the beginning of the season, we we're like the AFC I mean, West was always yeah. going to be one of the top divisions it in was football. Most likely going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. But I know that like you don't. But but the, I am excited to talk now. about. Yeah, I am excited to talk about one thing going on for the Broncos, though. But we'll talk about all the other, you know, all that stuff after. Uh, yeah, we can talk about some uh, some headlines and 
some like week 18 reactions and some season reflection later. But um, yeah, you touched on some reasons why I thought that, I mean, I think that the Cincinnati Bengals will win. Um, So I'm going to go with them. um, Yeah. Just because it's, for me, it's hard to bet against Joe Burrow. He's had a great year. And I think there was that stat. I don't remember it exactly, but it's something along the lines of that the, um, Bengals are the first team or one of the few teams in NFL history to have a um, 4,000 yard passer, um, yeah. Joe Burrow, the 1,000 yard receiver, and um, Jamar Chase, and a 1,000 yard rusher, and Joe Mixon all on one team. And I feel that the the sheer amount of weapons that Joe Burrow has at his disposal on that offense is going to be a lot for the Raiders to deal with. Um, and you saw the Raiders struggle um, to really defend um, a catching back like Joe Mixon, um, like Austin Eckler had two touchdowns this past Sunday night. Um, and Justin Herbert really willed them back into the game. And I would say Joe Burrow, I think Justin Herbert, in my opinion, is is a better quarterback than Burrow. But out of that 2020 draft class, they're still the top two guys and it's a pretty close competition. They, they are very alike. That's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. They're just—I think these are the two most like talented quarterbacks, like in their first two years that like the mm-hmm. NFL's ever seen so, to come out of the same draft. I haven't seen yeah. quarterbacks do this well since. I mean, 2020 draft class. I mean, hopefully, you know, um, Tua, um, Tua, um, Jalen Hurts, you know, kind of get to that level as well. And then they could have comparisons to um, quarterback draft classes like 2012 yeah. with RG3, Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, two of which aren't even in the league anymore and are doing <laughs> college game day for ESPN now. But <laughs> um, anyways, I, I mean, like we said, Jamar Chase – Offensive yeah, rookie candidate. He, he, I think he um, surpassed um, Justin, Justin Jefferson's Jefferson, mark yeah. of yeah, last year. Uh-huh. Even though Justin Jefferson didn't end up winning it because, like, like we talked about with a lot of awards on this show, it's a very um, it's a quarterback. A quarterback, oh, a quarterback but the thing is, award. there's like, luckily, the receivers this year are better than the quarterbacks. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I just think that even though the Raiders have a good defensive line with guys like Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby, who was just tearing up the offensive line of the Chargers last week and really causing them problems. If they don't, if they can't get consistent pressure on Burrow, just, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of ways that the Bengals can beat the Raiders. And that's why my gut's telling me I'm the Bengals. So I, I really like them. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, I think that they're gonna win thirty to twenty-eight, um, but it's gonna be a close game. All these games are gonna be really good. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Like I was thinking, I was like, damn, dang, why are these why are these picks so hard to make? And I was like, well, it is the playoffs. You know, these yeah. teams are here for a reason. These yeah. are the best of the best. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I actually I didn't even make a score prediction, but. Um, I just picked games, but yeah, I, I was mm-hmm. I would think it's gonna be a uh, closer and fairly high scoring game. You said thirty to twenty eight. I'll yeah. go. Um, I'll go third. I'll go thirty three to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go thirty three to twenty seven to the Bengals. All right. All right. 
score. Okay. Um. All right. Next game, we got New England and Buffalo. Man, this. Um, I don't think anybody expected the Patriots. Like, like if you were to see the Patriots in like week three of this year, you wouldn't expect them to be playing in the playoffs. Um. Like I, which seed are they? I think New England's the sixth seed, right? Um, New England, right? yeah, is the sixth seed. Yeah, they're the sixth seed. Okay. Um, and then Buffalo's the three seed. Because it's really interesting how the AFC East came down to just, like, these two teams for the last, like, five weeks. Like, who wins, like, wins the AFC East. Like, and Buffalo has definitely been doing so much better than the Patriots the last few weeks. Um, and they did beat um, – they did beat New England in the last game, right? Like the last game of the season. Yeah, the they they both won at the others. Um, oh, they venue. did. Okay. So yeah, Patriots beat Buffalo in Buffalo, and the oh, Bills Bills beat, beat the Jets. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, this game is yeah. This game is. Uh, it could go one of two ways. I don't know. I feel like Buffalo either like demolishes their opponents or. One of three ways: they demolish their opponents, they play really bad, or they each team puts up a good fight. I think that um, this is going to be a game where each team does put up a good fight. Um, man, it's in Buffalo, and the weather is going to be atrocious um, tomorrow for this game. But it is Buffalo, and you know the Bills play how they play in Buffalo. Um, but mm-hmm. New England is no stranger to that weather. They literally play in Foxborough. Um, yeah. And, yeah, the two, two, these two teams, like the environment, everything's similar. It's literally a divisional AFC playoff battle. Um, Buffalo has been coming off of recent, um, like better recent games. Like they, they're on uh, basically four-game winning streak after losing to the the Buccaneers um, on December twelfth, and that game was good. I thought I thought I thought they played really well that game. So that's something to look out for. Um, Josh yeah. Allen, he, I feel like Josh Allen has been a better rushing quarterback the last few weeks than a passer. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's thrown multiple interceptions in like each of his games. Like I think last week he threw like three interceptions against the Jets or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he is playing against J.C. Jackson and, you know, the New England's defense. They're, these are the two top defenses in the league playing against each other right now or tomorrow. So who knows? This game could be very low scoring. I don't know why I put it uh, as a high scoring game. Um, but and plus the weather, like, you know, who knows? Uh, I might have to change my score. I had it in like the thirty like 35 to 27 Buffalo, but it could be, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Buffalo will win this game 13 to 10. Um, it's going to be similar to how they played New England um, when they lost to them. But uh, I definitely think Buffalo's rushing game has been so much better. It's like the best they've been in like a year. Uh, like Devin Singletary has been actually doing really well as well for them. And that's been one of the main factors of their success over the last few weeks. Um, even though the, the Bills, like, they don't put 
that many numbers up in the rushing game. Like, I think finding Devin Singletary, you know, just powering through, getting as many rushing yards as he can, even getting at least a touchdown each game, like, that's definitely going to help them. And they are playing, like, New England, which is, like, the best rushing defense or or something. Um, But these two teams are very similar. I I like the quarterback situation a lot better in Buffalo. I think Josh Allen plays really well under pressure. Uh, I don't know about Mac Jones this much, uh, but he is a good rookie quarterback. Um, But I like Buffalo in the last few weeks. I think Buffalo is going to win 13 to 10. Yeah, I I I uh, I agree with like I agree first that the Buff- Buffalo will win. Um <clears throat> they've been in the last half of the season one of the best teams in the NFL, especially when it in terms of their record. Yes, the Patriots did beat them last time. They visited them in uh, Buffalo on that Monday night game where what Mac Jones had all of three passing attempts. Yeah. Um <laughs> and the Patriots and the Patriots simply beat them off the run and the Bills couldn't do anything to stop it. Um, but the thing is, I just don't see the Patriots, even though factor, it's nowhere near, the wind is no, nearly as bad as it was in that Monday night game earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the weather. It'll be frigid. I mean, that's normal for um, upstate New York during this yeah. time of year. But um, I looked at the winds and, you know, anywhere between five mile per hour to 15 mile per hour, which is, um, not too bad. So that'll definitely um, go to the Bills' advantage, and I guess also to the Patriots' advantage because you know um, Mac Jones isn't a scrub. You know they they can pass the ball more this time. Um, but I just don't see the Bills um, losing in this division rivalry game again at home um, to the Patriots. Um, other reasons, you, like you touched up on, Josh Allen has. Um, in recent weeks been really good with his legs. I think his scrambling passing touchdown to Stefan Diggs was probably one of the best plays I've seen all year. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know, kind of reminds me of little Aaron Rodgers esque kind of just fitting it <laughs> in um on the uh on the sideline in, in the end zone. Um so yeah I just Josh I think I feel that the Buffalo I think Josh Allen knows that for his team to have success, he's going to need to, you know, if he doesn't like what he sees, take it, tuck it in and run it down the field. Um, like a quarterback draw. If you, if you don't like what you see and, and get some yards because he's definitely that th- um, a rushing threat. Um, and he's definitely fearless <laughs> when it comes to, yeah. to rushing like that one uh, hurdle he had, I think in his rookie year against the Vikings, but I have the bills winning 26 to 20. Um, mm-hmm. I also think their passing game has helped the, the receivers that Josh Allen has just got a lot of weapons, whether it be Dawson Knox, Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, um, yeah. Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, and Devin Singletary has had a couple more touchdowns in recent weeks, and you don't expect him. You know, you, they're not really asking him yeah, to have a no, hundred yeah, yards a game. Their rushing game mm-hmm. to be good, but so. just to take a little bit of pressure off of Josh Allen in that um, passing attack is, I think, um, their um, the rushing the rushing duo of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary's big will be their main mm-hmm. goal, their big purpose, and their 
in um, their pursuit for the Super Bowl. So um, also the Patriots are Part, um, starting left tackle Isaiah Wynn is out mm. and a lot of people are dealing with um, little bruises and, and bang ups from guys like Donta Hightower to safety Kyle Duggar um, just to name a few so um, we'll see we'll see what lineup the Patriots play but um, yeah I, I, I like the Bills and I like the Bills in this one yeah all right um, okay, next, next game, game, we got yeah. uh, Philadelphia and Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you were wishing another uh, NFC East opponent was playing Tampa Bay, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, I didn't expect Philadelphia to be in the playoffs. Honestly. Yeah, after starting um, two and five and then uh, and finishing I, nine and eight. Yeah, I don't understand surprising. how – they are the best rushing team in the NFL, too, <laughs> apparently. Um, that's what yeah. I'd like. I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen anything from Philadelphia regarding the rushing game at all. Like, they have, like, like five different rushers every game. I've, like, it, it just feels like that. But in reality, they do have a pretty good rushing game. But mm-hmm. it just doesn't, like – I just feel like there isn't a lot to show for it. But – um. Yeah, Philadelphia, I'm not going to lie. I think they are in a better position uh, as a wild card team this year than Washington was last year. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously not on defense, um, just offense. Um, Definitely. But, um, but, yeah, Philadelphia's defense has been – it's been all right, too. It's not been um, too bad. But Tampa Bay, man, Tampa Bay has been playing, like, Tampa Bay and Tom like defending Brady. champions. Yeah. Yeah, they have been playing like defending champions. They're the best passing team in the league. Um, you know, Tom Brady, Mike Evans, you know, obviously Antonio Brown's not there anymore. Um, but that's no problem for Tom Brady. He did it last year without no, he did it with Antonio Brown last year. But um so it actually could be a big difference in Tom Brady's um success in the playoffs who knows because Tony Brown why, why would he leave like that <laughs> that's what, definitely one of the oddest things I've seen yeah, it, it, it's called CTE that's what it's, what it's called um but yeah Eagles that. yeah I shouldn't be laughing at that um but uh yeah Eagles you know I feel like the Eagles can't beat anybody besides the NFC East I don't know why um, but, mm-hmm. you know, they have had some impressive wins against, like, you know, they have beaten the Saints. I mean, the Saints are not a great team, but mm-hmm. they beat the Saints when their defense was peaking a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't understand, like, this team, their schedule has really helped them getting into the playoffs. I agree. Especially the last, especially the last, uh, four weeks, you know, minus that Dallas game. Like, playing Washington, New York, then Washington, like, it's it's really helped them. That, that's the thing, man. Schedules, like, the way your schedules are formed is really going to help you make the mm-hmm. playoffs. I think, like, um, that's, that's what concerns me about teams, the NFC East teams in the playoffs, like the Eagles and the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys have not beaten a, a single team, I think, with a 
with a uh, that had a winning. I don't know if it's yeah. with a winning record. Yeah, I think no team above five hundred are with a winning record this year, and the Eagles are the same way. You know, you can get easily four wins by sweeping Washington and the Giants. And the Cowboys, yeah. I'm pretty sure, went what? I think they did go six and zero in the NFC East um, this season. So what? Six of their um, twelve wins. You know, half of their wins are coming from yeah, coming NFC from East. playing bad NFC East opponents. And I have the, I feel the same way about the Eagles. They have not. They've been playing. They've beaten bad teams like. Um, like the Panthers, um, pretty sure they beat up on the Lions really badly. Um, just just a few examples. So that's part of my reasoning. So who who did you pick? Um, I have Tampa Bay winning this game. Um, yeah. You know, as most people might expect, uh, I have them winning forty to twenty seven. This game, I I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be that great of a game, but since these two teams are. I mean, Philadelphia is an unpredictable team sometimes uh, when it comes to the rushing game. Um, who knows, man? Tom Brady is playing the Eagles, so you never know what happens. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I got to say Tampa Bay 40-27. to 27. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there isn't too much to talk about Tampa Bay. Like, everybody knows that they're yeah. defending champions. They are that team to beat. Um, and they are second seed, surprisingly. Um, obviously, because Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are better. But, yeah, 40 to 27 Tampa Bay. Philadelphia's defense is going to have to do a lot. But but I, I'm pretty sure, isn't Tampa Bay's team, like, injured, like, a lot? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that when I um, talk about this. I'm well at my – show you my game pick well I'll tell you about it but um yeah I have the Bucks winning 29 to 27 a, a closer game but um the Eagles have I'm pretty sure a top half defense this year Darius Slay has yeah. I think three um touch defensive touchdowns this year yeah but I think what's really important to know is that the Bucks. Um, I think have been aided by an easier strength of schedule this year as well. And mm-hmm. even though I do think that they will win this game, um, I want to see how they do They're, the rest of the yeah. uh, rest of the playoffs missing guys because their secondary is a little banged up. And I think they're missing a few people. And we all know Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. although Mike Evans, having Mike Evans um, and Rob Gronkowski – um, you know, they're no scrubs. It's um, yeah. it's a different it's a different team than what they had for their playoff run last year. Um, where well, plus they I don't have um, what's it called Leonard Fournette, right? He's been injured. I need to look. I need to look. Uh, is is Leonard Fournette playing? I think no, he. No, I'm, I'm not sure if he is. Because in the, his in the Leonard recent Fournette. games that they've played, he hasn't he hasn't played a single yeah. game. Yes, they've dubbed him a game time decision. Oh, okay. This could um, be this could be interesting. Yeah, because their rushing um, their rushing game has they're literally like the NFC version of the Bills when it comes to the rushing game. <laughs> um, so, um, anyways, 
Yeah. Um, like you said, the Eagles surprisingly have the most, has the best rushing attack in terms of total yardage this year. And I think yeah. that's just because, um, you know, Miles Sanders coming back in the second half has helped Boston Scott's filled in to be their kind of, um, you know, third down receiving kind of dude. And Jalen Hurts uses his legs a lot. But um, the Bucks have a really good rushing defense as, as they have last year they probably have the best front seven best defensive line and linebackers in the league with guys like Levante David Devin White Shaq Barrett um uh Jason Pierre Paul Vita Vea so um the Eagles I think for the Eagles to even have a chance in this one Jalen Hurts stuff with his legs but he'll probably have to throw at least 300 yards passing and I don't know. It's just it's not a great matchup for the Eagles, and that's why I really like the Bucks in this one. Mm-hmm. And versus the two seed, anyways, even though the Bucks could have been the third or the fourth seed, the Rams, you know, choked that seventeen point lead, um, yeah. which hurts them. Now they have to play division rival Arizona. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the Bucks. This one was a fairly easy uh, pick for me, but I'm in. In in the end, you know, I'm just hoping for good games. But I mean, I guess for the sake of this podcast, I don't want to look like an idiot. So, um, you know, hopefully the Bucks win. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, so Tampa Bay probably yeah. win this game. So, and then the um, next game, uh, your favorite game. team, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> and playing against San Francisco 49ers. Um, San Francisco, man, they they've been like in my opinion, the most, uh, what's it called? Like the hottest team. I, mean, I, I feel like, yeah, they've been the hottest team. Um, yeah. They've, like, they've, recently. they've really picked up steam. You, you, um, if I was Dallas, I wouldn't want to play them, you know, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, they've won last, they they're have a two game winning streak, but I'm pretty sure they've won probably like four of their last five, five of the last six. Um, yeah. so anyways, keep going. Yeah, man, but the 49ers, um, they've been playing pretty well. Like, they come up against a win in, uh, against the Bengals recently in overtime. That game really helped them, especially make the playoffs. Um, you know, they did lose to the Titans, but, you know, winning against the Rams last week literally um, – it like punched them in basically. I mean, I, I think they were already going to make the playoffs. I'm not sure, but it really, um, I think this is like a big statement for them in the NFC that like, yeah, we're in the playoffs and I feel like every team that plays them should be scared. Um, like Dallas, on the other hand, like Dallas is the three seed, you know, they are playing in San Francisco tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. Um, and San Francisco is this they're surprisingly the sixth seed, but I feel like they're mm-hmm. playing like they're playing like a three seed. Yeah. Um, and San Francisco's defense is man, I swear these teams have like they're literally playing like it's like they're playing themselves basically. <laughs> um like they're so similar in every way. Um lately Dallas has been having like a big weapon like they've had a big target uh 
His name is uh, I think it's Cedric oh. Wilson, right? Yeah, Cedric Wilson. Yeah, Cedric cool. Wilson. Yeah, he's yeah, he's been like a, he's been like yeah he's been similar to like like what Debo Samuel has been doing. I mean, obviously Debo Samuel has done a lot more, but mm-hmm. um, these two teams have very versatile players. Um, Dallas does not have Michael Gallup anymore, but you know they still have one of the most stacked receiving cores. Uh, 49ers defense. I don't know. I've, I've, I feel like I have not seen that much from Nick Boza um, lately, but mm-hmm. um, I, I just I just feel like San Francisco, they just get it done uh, anyway. And, like, their biggest reason they're in the playoffs is because of Debo Samuel. Like, that's their MVP. Um, that dude's, like – that dude is, like, the biggest – he has the most receiving yards – for like no, he has the mm-hmm. most rushing yards for a receiver, like eight hundred rushing yards, and he has mm-hmm. like fourteen hundred receiving yards. He had like ten this rushing dude, touchdowns, which I think is an NFL record as yeah. for a receiver. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. Um, and those are the type of players that get you into the playoffs, and that's how they won against the Rams last week. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco pulled off this upset uh, against Dallas, but I think Dallas. Overall, in the, in their quarterback situation, um, Dak Prescott has he he's been he's been playing like how he needs to play. He's been playing outstanding, mm-hmm. best football of his career. Um, he could very well be comeback player of the year as well. Um, Dak Prescott, uh, like he threw like five touchdowns last week against the Eagles, solidified himself as um, the Cowboys' best. Um, or most passing touchdowns uh, franchise record, and really that makes down. that makes yeah. Troy Aikman look look bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really does. It, it like, does, yeah. But the thing is, it took it took um, for Dak, and he threw five touchdowns last week against the Eagles. So yeah. you know, you never, you don't know. Um, but I don't know. Do you think Troy Aikman is better than Dak Prescott all the time? Like, I, th- I, I mean, like a lot of people can argue. Troy Aikman was a really good playoff performer. I mean, he has three rings, but yes, he did have a lot of. And he's pretty stacked, and he had weapons like Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. Yeah. Um, so it's it's really hard to say. I mean, in any sport, comparing across eras, um, is is really hard to do, but. I, I, that's that's conversation for another time, but um, yeah. So the only thing is that uh, Tor Aikman didn't have to play Aaron Rodgers in 2016. <laughs> oh, but anyways, um, yeah, Dak Prescott. You know, these two teams, dude, they're just all very similar teams. I feel like, like mm-hmm. again, they're playing like their own reflection. Um, but so I think that. If it's going to come down to whoever um, scores the most on, or like whoever performs the best on offense, I think it's going to be Dallas. Whoever performs the best on defense is going to be San Francisco. So it could go either way. But I think Dallas is going to win in a very close game, 33 to 30. Yeah. Similar scoreline for me, high scoring, really close. But I will say this is, I mean, surprise, surprise. Um, I'm going to pick the 49ers. So this is will be the first right. um, upset of upset, the week. Okay. Upset 
considering, I mean, most people have the Cowboys winning and for good reason. I mean, they're the higher seed. This is a six yeah. versus a three seed. Um, yeah. But like you, like, like you said, these teams are very similar. They have really good, um, they have good run games, really balanced attack. Um, they have good offensive lines, um, pretty decent defenses. I think 49ers have a slightly, slightly better defense. Um and wow, they, but I will say the Cowboys, of course, I think have the quarterback edge. I, you know, mm-hmm. most people would take Dak Prescott over um, Jimmy Garoppolo, but I like the 49ers because I think they really match up well against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really good players on all levels of their defense. You know, they're not going to get dominated by the Cowboys' offensive line when you have guys like Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. You know, you're not going to get, um, you're not going to get torched all the time by Amari Cooper or yeah. Cedric Wilson or any of the receivers at Dak's disposal when you have good secondary players um, like like Jimmy Ward or um, – God, I can't even think of any um, center uh, cor- <laughs> cornerbacks for the 49ers. But also, I mean, Dalton Schultz has had a good year, but Fred Warner – is a is a really good linebacker um, that can cover those tight ends, um, some of the uh, the best tight ends in the game. So, I, I just I like the 49ers in their balanced attack. Jimmy G doesn't need to do everything when you have a multi-purpose guy like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk has kind of come up in his own in a couple of weeks. And you know I didn't haven't even mentioned George Kittle. Um, oh, you know, as yeah. a top, How as a top tight end. And, um, you know, in the games that Elijah Mitchell has started, he's, you know, rushed for over a hundred yards in almost every single one of those games, along with great numbers by Debo. So the 49ers are one of those teams that although Jimmy G, you know, might have a, have a mediocre stat line of, you know, 75 or 60% completion percentage 250 mm-hmm. yards and only one touchdown you know they'll have probably 450 total offensive yards because they'll have like 200 uh, rushing yards so i think just the balanced attack along with one of the best coaches in the nfl except for in a super bowl in kyle Shan- yeah um, i i think i i think that I think he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. Um, you know, you only have one week to prepare. The Cowboys have been farming bad teams all year. Um, and in prime time, they've disappointed, such as, you know, their OT loss against the Raiders yeah. on Thanksgiving. So I, I just like the 49ers in this one. I'm going to go 49ers, 37 to 32. Probably the the most high score, the highest scoring game of, um, of this weekend that I have, um, and probably the best one. It, it'll be a good. It'll be a good one. All right. Let's go to All Sunday right. night. Steelers Sunday at Chiefs. Night. Everyone's oh, least yeah. favorite game of the weekend. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can't wait to watch the TikTok Bowl. Um, <laughs> anyway, I saw that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Like Jackson Mahomes versus Juju Smith Schuster on the sideline, but um. Yeah, this game is not going to be fun to watch. Um, like, I guess, like, this is exciting for Steelers fans to, you know, <laughs> not have to say goodbye to 
Ben Roethlisberger yet. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go with the upset here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, that, was, really that was like pretty good acting. How you, how you said that. It almost got me. I was like, oh, my gosh, Steelers. <laughs> no, nah, bro, I'm not going yeah. to be biased like you. Hey, look, as much I, I, you know, I, I try to, you know, I guess our job. No, no, I know, I know, this, I know San Francisco's uh, upset is way more realistic, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. I only have two, I only have two upsets, you know. I was thinking of picking the Raiders over the Bengals, you know, I was even considering the Eagles at the Bucks. I was really most confident that the Bills and the Chiefs would win their games, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like, I mean, it's cool that, you know, Big Ben for his, for his um for his final rodeo i guess you could say that he got into the playoffs um but things i don't i don't, know. I don't even Chiefs... know like even if you're underdogs like why on um, why would you give an interview like oh yeah our team's not even that good like i don't know why we're here like that's literally what he said <laughs> like why would you say that um, yeah it just makes you look even worse but um you know i'm not surprised it's the steelers but um. Yeah, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. I'm gonna say Kansas City wins 27 to 13. Um, you know it's a pretty easy game for Kansas City. I feel like they should be glad they're actually the two seed for once. Um, not trying to not trying to be. Uh, I'm not trying to be like a Steelers hater right now. I'm gonna be rooting for them. Mm-hmm. But, you don't like um, either of these teams. It's this is a this is a hard yeah, game for you. This is a very <laughs> hard game. Like I wish you could tie in the playoffs. But um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, Mahomes like Mahomes is not gonna slow down against the Steelers. They're playing an Arrowhead, um, and you got two TikTok stars on the team playing as a receiver, and one of them who do, one of them who would rather do a TikTok dance than you know spike the ball, you know, get the ball to uh, your quarterback to spike, so you can. <laughs> you know, beat the Vikings, but yeah, man, this this game is not going to be that great to watch. Um, 27-13 Kansas City. Yeah, I have Kansas City also winning by fourteen points, uh, thirty-one to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, just couple couple uh, no, several weeks ago, the Steelers visited Arrowhead to yeah, play on a Sunday. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't a Sunday night game. I think it was a four p.m. game, and it, yeah, thirty-six to ten Steelers all had yeah 10 10 um mere 10 points in that game um you know chiefs have been i think i've won their last i think eight of their last nine something like that it's 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 really good even better than the bills in the second half um, i I just feel like if if the steelers did have a disciplined offense they would they would win the super bowl like (laughs) their their defense is just I don't it's know. Like, I don't know much... if you've seen. I don't do like. Have you seen that one meme? It's like that one like worn down like house, and in the garage it's like a Bugatti. That's literally what. That's literally what TJ Watt is like. TJ Watt is that <laughs> yeah. Bugatti. And... The guy on the on the on the really bad team. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. I, you know. The Steelers, they're one of the most boring teams to watch on offense. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they d- don't score more than um, 10 points in this game again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Big Ben, he it's its time, you know, and he knows it too. It's time, yeah. 
um, you know, he just, you can tell that his age is showing and, um, you know, they, they, they really struggle to move the ball. And although some people are like, Oh, the chiefs haven't had, uh, the greatest defensive games in, um, in recent weeks, I, I don't think you have to be that great of a defensive team to beat the Steelers. Um, so, you know, just contain Najee, um, you know, put your best cover guy on Deontay Johnson. And I think you should be good. Um, mm. You know, like you said, Big Ben doesn't have Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell anymore. You know, he's got, I mean, Najee Harris is, you know, very g- good back. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's a wider, I mean, it's a farther comparison. Um, I mean, it's a farther gap between, you know, your top receiver and Deontay Johnson with like prime Antonio Brown, um, you know, so I, it's, this was a pretty easy pick. I, I got the chiefs winning this one. Yeah. 31 yeah. to 17. And then Monday night, which I thought was pretty uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think the Cardinals or the Rams like that. This game is Monday night. Cause, you know, you're on a, sh- you're on a short week. And you're playing a like really good team. Yeah, um, whoever the winner is will be on, wins, a, yeah. on a short week because I mean the divisional um, you still play some this, Saturday games. Yeah, this yeah. game this game definitely should have been on Sunday, um, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, it was it was last year. Right? They did they did three and three last year. Yeah, um, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. But I mean, I guess for a fan, three straight days of football. It's really all about the product and the fans. That that's I think yeah, that's, these players have realized at this point. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I know. I mean, I'm a, I mean, as a fan, <laughs> as a neutral viewer, because my yeah. Washington football team is not in, and neither is my second team in Seattle. Um, yeah, it's it's. But I've never been as excited to watch you're them finally for a like, weekend you're finally of football. Like not, you're finally like not stressed watching football, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have any uh, there's nothing on the line for me, you know. I can just be like, okay, you know, let's see some good well, games. Yeah, Whatever yeah, happens no. happens. Anything can yeah, happen. The, the only this. thing really for me is that like oh, the man, Chiefs go all the way. I don't want to see you for like <laughs> Well, unfortunately, you know the Chiefs are going to, you know, at least make it to the next round. So you got, you know, you got two more Chiefs yeah. games to watch, but um, I think I think you'll a, like I think you'll always, like my playoff predictions. Down. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that yeah. soon after we get to the power like rankings, which would be similar. pretty quick. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah, Arizona and Los Angeles this is going to be uh probably the game of the week. Um, in my opinion, um, these two teams make no sense at all in the regular season. I mean, Arizona like. They they were like seven and zero or something, and then they went like seven. They went on like a four game losing streak or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the injuries really like, got to like, them, but they are they are it a team really where you just really like this don't team. Know. This team can never just like be a top four seed. Like they're they're always going to be like a wild card. But I mean, good for them making the playoffs. They didn't do it last year. Um, but yeah, Arizona at the six seed, Los Angeles at the four seed. Um, Los Angeles really, I mean, even though they didn't beat the 49ers, they got really lucky to win their division last week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the I, C- I, Seattle decided to actually be Seattle yeah, <laughs> for once. <laughs> for once. Yeah. In the last, in the last week of the, 
season. Mm-hmm. Now that was a good. Um, that was a good game, though. I saw those some really some really fun plays to watch. From I mean the like Tyler Lockett had, you know he's literally the biggest boomer bust. I was talking with my brother about this. He's like he either can get you like thirty seven points in fantasy or he'll like get you three point seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they they looked they looked good. They looked like yeah the Seahawks. Anyways, go on. Oh yeah, the Cardinals Rams. Um, you know, first meeting Cardinals won thirty seven twenty. Second meeting Rams won thirty to twenty three. Um, that second game was. Um, it was a good game. It was a good game, but I feel like Arizona really fumbled that. Um, that that game like they I feel like they had time. They should have just taken their time. I don't know if – did you watch that game? Like, I don't know what I, – I forgot what they did, but um, they had, like, two minutes on the clock or something, and they just – they just got pushed back. Like, it was, like, fourth and, like, 30 or something. They, they have, like, so much talent that can push push them through to get, like, a first down, and they can't even do that. Um, But, I mean, that is, that is what, like, a – you know, that – a very tight two-minute drill against an excellent defense. Um, I think it's going to be a very similar game. Um, Arizona has, I mean, they've been playing better in the last in the last few weeks of the season, um, but I do think Los Angeles has been the better team. Um, but you know, you never know. Uh, Matthew Stafford, you know, the inner Detroit line could come out of him and uh, throw like three picks, but. Um, I think, like, how many picks did he throw? Yeah, he threw, like, two interceptions last week. I mean, I don't blame him um, throwing that much against the 49ers. Um, threw two interceptions against the Ravens. Like, Matthew Stafford has been racking up a lot of interceptions lately. Yeah. Um, like, he has seven interceptions in three games, um, which is not a good look for him. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that have monkeys on their back that they need to get off, like the Bengals not having won a 1990s or Matthew Stafford, I think, having three. This is his fourth playoff appearance, but he's 0-3. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely like it's that it's that time for Matthew Stafford to prove it to people that he can win these big games um, and there's no bigger stage than the playoffs. So. Yeah, like he's in his best situation. He's been in his mm-hmm. career. Yeah, he can't use the Detroit the Detroit excuse anymore. <laughs> yeah, you really can't. And um, just like Debo Samuel is to the 49ers, you know, Cooper Cup to the Rams. Like that's their offensive MVP in all reality. Cooper Cup, like he's he has like literally one of the mm-hmm. greatest years ever for a receiver. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know how many touchdowns he has, like 16 touchdowns or 18 receiving touchdowns. Yeah. Um, like, very close to uh, Calvin Johnson um, mm-hmm. that one year. But, yeah, I feel like in this game, it's going to be all – it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be mostly be a passing battle. Um, you know, Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, uh, Christian Kirk and all of those people. Um Los Angeles with, you know, Cooper Cup, got Van Jefferson, OBJ. Um, and I don't know. I, I heard that Cam Akers was coming back, but I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, the the running game in this game is going to be – it's going to be crazy, um, especially, you know, you got basically the um, 
I don't know if we would consider Kyler Murray the best rushing quarterback this year, but um, you know he is without a doubt the most talented or one of the most talented, if not the most talented, rushing quarterbacks in the league at the moment. Yeah. Um, and he's like one of the best scramblers, you know, running like a toddler um, <laughs> over the field. I'm just, um, I, I, I'm seeing it in my mind, and it's ma- it makes me laugh. Yeah. It's it's just really fitting. Um, but yeah, this Rams, I feel, you know, last week um, was the first week that Sean McVay lost while leading at halftime. Oh, yeah, like, I remember that. Like, I was like, like <laughs> I don't know what he is. He's like 45 and one now or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that was a crazy stat. I remember watching my my mom's a 49ers fan and we, were, uh-huh. and we knew, you know, they had to win to be in. And we were watching, and we saw that stat pop up, and we we're like, oh, not looking good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's but be, then it must be fun watching Seahawks games with her, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's a little uh, rivalry, you know. I mean, I don't blame it. Didn't, you. My it mom didn't is, affect my the mom marriage. Is becoming a, my mom has been basically like a Chiefs fan the last three years, mm-hmm. and it's been really painful. But, um, but yeah, Rams. Um, Man, I forgot what I was talking about. But uh, what were you? Wait, what were you? Um, what were you saying about? You were saying something about like Matthew Stafford too. I was just saying that it's it's you know like you said Matthew Stafford and he's been throwing a lot of picks. I'd say in the second half of the season he started out as an MVP MVP candidate, but you know the picks have kind of brought up the fact that you know he's been a little inconsistent throughout his career and he hasn't really showed up when um, they need him most. He's, oh, he hasn't won a playoff game yet. And, you know, now that he has the best situation he's been in um, and, you know, McVay's probably concocted a scheme around him and what he needs. And that's why they've been so successful this year. There's, you know, there's no excuse. They've, they won their division. They, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though they probably Game. They know what they know what they're gonna go up against. So, um, it's on them now. It's and it's a lot on Matthew Stafford. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, um, I think that the Rams are gonna win this game, um, forty to thirty-seven. I feel like Oof. you know they're yeah. I think it's gonna be a really high-scoring game, and they're resilient passing leaders. Like I mean, they're receiving core especially Cooper Cup is going to shine um, mm-hmm. more than ever. I feel like this might be his, like, one of the best games of his career. That's just a bold prediction. Um, but, yeah, you know, Cardinals are going to put up a great fight. Rams are going to put up a great fight. Um, I just think that the Cardinals, every year they have some sort of downfall, like, towards the end of the season. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that happened basically this year again. Um, I feel like after that Rams game, that second Rams game, the Cardinals, they, um, I don't know, people call it like the the Cliff Kingsbury curse or something, <laughs> but um, like losing to the Lions is really, it's horrible. Like this late in the season, yeah, it's going to, it's going to really destroy your uh, playoff seating. Like you just can't lose to the Lions. Man. And, <laughs> don't lose the then, Lions ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't then, look, it's not a good look. <laughs> it's just horrible. And then, like, losing to the Colts. I mean, the Colts are 
definitely better than the Lions. But now we look at, like, the Colts are not even the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the Cardinals are just lucky that they were on a big uh, winning streak to, to begin with. Um, you know, winning against uh, the Cowboys, um, that – I feel like if, if the Cardinals didn't beat the Cowboys, they could have – Yeah. Their playoff chances might um, mm-hmm. have just gone, you know, into the sewer. Uh, so, um, and then losing to the Seahawks the next week. So, it's just really scary. Like, if you're a Cardinals fan, like, this team is very inconsistent. And, you know, playing for the first time in the playoffs since, like, 2015, um, you don't know what this team is going to be capable of doing. But, you know, they still have never played in the playoffs with Kyler Murray. And tomorrow is is, is probably the biggest day of his career. Um, Oh, yeah. And he's going to – like, they got to go big. Or go home, you know, both of these teams. Rams are definitely a more talented team the last few years. Um, you know, that one Super Bowl year that they had, they didn't even have Cooper Cup that year, right? No, um, they didn't. They didn't, yeah, now they do. Um, and the difference is they, they have Matthew Stafford over Jared Goff, and Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford's without a doubt more talented as a passer, in my opinion. Uh, I think a lot of people can agree with that. Um, I yeah. feel like the the rushing game has been pretty decent as well, and that's literally what it is. I feel like the, the the one thing a lot of the best teams have in common is like they ha- they don't have a great rushing game. You know, like the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Bills, um, mm-hmm. the, the Bucks. They don't have mm-hmm. they don't have a great rushing game. But the Rams, I feel like they are literally these teams. Like I was saying before, these teams are so like like they're so alike. Um, the Rams, mm-hmm. I think their rushing game with, you know, Cam Akers and um, it wasn't really Cam Akers this year. It was, uh, what, what was his name? Daryl uh, Henderson. Henderson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's, he's been a big factor to them as well. So um, yeah, you know, this game, I think it's going to be all Rams 40, 37, but it's going to be a really good game. Yeah. So I'm going Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, look, like you said, I mean, Cardinals after starting seven and zero, then they lose their first game on that Thursday night game um, to to Green Bay, and then they were never. I think the I mean, they. I don't think they were the NFC the NFC um, one seat again, or they were after because I think then. Anyways. They started out great, and it's really disappointing that you start out seven and zero, and then you only finish eleven and six, um, going four and six in your last. And like you said, I mean, you know, if they dropped a couple more games, they could be ten and seven, um, you know, with the same record as the people, the other wild card teams who are playing away games in the NFC and the 49ers and Eagles. Um, actually, well, the Eagles have a nine and eight record, but um, you know, they wouldn't have as as good of a seating and they would have to maybe go up against a team like the Cowboys, even though they, they did beat the Cowboys or um the Bucks to start to start the um to start the playoffs. But um I believe I, I just I like the Cardinals in this one because I'm thinking back to that Monday night game that you were talking about, the second game in the second game, the second meeting between these two. Um it was Monday night in Arizona and Kyler and Kyler Murray 
the Cardinals offense was able to move the ball really well against the Rams that game. But he threw like, I think three picks that game. And I'm just going to assume that if he only throws no more than one pick in this game, that they, that they'll win because they got themselves in really good situations, but they just missed out on so many points. Um, and it was still a close game. I remember they um, they couldn't they kind of stalled or like once they got into Rams territory when they were down by two possessions. They kicked a field goal, and then yeah. tried the onside kick. Actually got it, but then they stalled at the um, um, around uh, half, uh, midfield. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I my gut's telling me the Cardinals and the Rams. Like you said, I mean, great passing, um, passing offense with a ton of weapons. Van Jefferson has been great. Cooper Cup, of course, who, um, yeah. If, did he set the record or he got close to – I think he did. No, he, got, he got close. I think. He got close, yeah. I mean, and although this is the longest season in NFL history yet because um, they extended it to 17 games – um, it's still very impressive. Um, also, OBJ coming in to um, make up for what they lost when um, Robert Woods had his season-ending ACL injury. Um, oh, imagine okay. if they so, did have Robert Woods and OBJ, even though. I, so yeah, Cooper Cup was like OBJ if Robert Woods was healthy. Anyway, what are you saying? No, yeah, Cooper Cup was um, literally like I think he was like. 23 yards off of the record oh wow yeah. that reminds me of when um adrian peterson was like only like well he was like less than like 30 yards away from beating eric dickerson's single single season rushing yards record um yeah anyways i think like you said the rams are like other top contenders that people see as you know yeah, as Super Bowl contenders, whether it be the Bills, the Bucks, and the Chiefs, the Rams also don't have a great rushing attack. And I think, I mean, especially since Daryl Henderson Jr. had injury problems, and that's when mm-hmm. I feel like Matthew Stafford's game kind of went down because they didn't have that balanced attack that coaches these new offensively savvy next-gen coaches that have found success in recent years like Matt LaFleur, like Kyle Shanahan, like Sean McVay, um, they really like to have um, that balanced attack. Um, so I think you can, you can, I think you could draw a, a direct, there's, there's some type of correlation there, but injury and, uh, Matthew Stafford's, um, you know, interception struggles and his fall off from being a MVP candidate at the end of the year. I mean, at the beginning of the year to people mm-hmm. questioning and um, his performances in recent weeks. So um, I think I the car, um, you mentioned also DeAndre Hopkins. He's actually not going to play, but the Cardinals are going to have JJ oh, Watt um, back for uh this game which you know and then if they you know they make it past next week deandre will probably be back for a divisional game assuming they win and you know that's that's huge those i'd say jj watt getting jj watt back and deandre hopkins is as big as the titans getting um derrick henry back 
um, which I'm pretty sure they will for um, the divisional game. That's why it was so important for them to get the bye. Um, yeah, I, I, my biggest reason for the Cardinals is that um, I think they have a good enough offense um, to beat the Rams defense, who I don't think the Rams defense hasn't been that great and I'm, as, as they have been in past years. And I think um, Cardinals, you know, you saw how good they were doing when Chandler, when you had Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt lining up on opposite sides um, and rushing the quarterback. And that's when they had that seven-game win streak to start out the season. Mm. So the fact that Kyler Murray threw three interceptions and their defense still held Matthew Stafford at bay and they almost – and they had a chance to win that Monday night football game – I think the Cardinals are the better team, so I'm going to go with them. I'm going to say Cardinals win 34 to 23. 34 23. All right. All right. I guess that's it for our um, playoff mm-hmm. or our wild card uh, predictions. Now we're going to go on to our playoff uh, power rankings and mm-hmm. our uh, seedings, and then yeah. finish it off with our uh, you know divisional round predictions. And yeah, this part should play. be um, this part should, should be, be like, pretty quick, and then we'll get- yeah. Our bracket predictions. Um, yeah. So anyways. playoff power rankings. Um, so one through fourteen. At fourteen, I think we both have the same thing. It's the Steelers, right? Yep, Pittsburgh. All right, thirteen. Mm-hmm. I have the Raiders. Mm, I have Philadelphia. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, I was. I was thinking these two teams could basically swap. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same. But, these. Yeah, I'd say. Did you have do you have Philly at twelve? I'm guessing. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Those last three teams, you could put them interchangeably. I think if these teams were playing each other in the playoffs, it would be they would be pretty. Um, yeah. They would be tight games instead of, you know, we don't think Pittsburgh's gonna really have a chance against the Chiefs. So and um, at number eleven, I have New England. I do too. Mm-hmm. All right, number ten, I have Cincinnati. Wow, really? You yeah. don't like Cincinnati, huh? Why didn't you pick the Raiders then? <laughs> oh, oh, well, actually, I, I no, never mind. You have the but I think the teams, I think the teams above them, um, are better, or at least a little better than them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but without a doubt, Cincinnati is still like it's mm-hmm. very talented. It's yeah. a very talented team. But um, number nine, give us, give us your, uh, give us your ten through six. Ten through six. Okay, so uh, number ten, like I said, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Number nine, San Francisco. Number eight, Dallas. Number seven, Arizona. And number six, it's um. Wait a second. No, uh, Arizona is number six. Dallas is number seven. San Francisco is number eight. Um. Wait, I think it's wait. What the hell? Give me one second. Give me your through uh, your ten through six. I, I actually I haven't done my fourteen. I mean, um, the ones before that. So I'll go my fourteen to six. So like we said, Pittsburgh at fourteen. I have Philadelphia at thirteen. So I guess not a surprise that um, the last okay. and second to last are the two seven yeah. seeds. Um, I have Las Vegas at twelve, New England at eleven. The same as you, but mm-hmm. um, pretty. Di- I mean, similar teams in my ten through six, but um, just different positions. I have San Francisco at ten. I have L.A. at 9. 
Still not eight. So they're all the three NFC LA West teams nine. in a okay. row. Uh-huh. And then I have Cincinnati at seven and Dallas at six. Okay. So, yeah, I, I figured out my problem. Um, So, yeah, Cincinnati at 10, San Francisco at nine, Dallas at eight, Arizona at seven, Buffalo's at six. Hmm. Um, And then uh, – Let's do our five through our one. So uh, at number five, I have Los Angeles. You have them at nine? Yeah, I have them at nine. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay's at number four for me. Um, mm-hmm. Kansas City's at number three. Um, oh, I swear, I, I forgot. Okay, this whole time, I forgot Tennessee. Oh, my God. Um, can't believe I forgot Tennessee. But, um, okay, let's just see. Number five will be Buffalo. Number four is Los Angeles. Number three is Tampa Bay. Oh, my God, man. I screwed up my rankings, of course, because I, I forgot to include Tennessee. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, I, I almost forgot to include the Cowboys. Of course, I was it was like, the Cowboys. I was like, I was, of course. Uh, I don't know why I, I just – I was thinking, I was like, man, I, I, I'm literally forgetting a team. I don't know which team it is. But um, anyways, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I'm not going to do my five through one now because I'm kind of confused right now. But uh, Tennessee, I would I would definitely give them, you know, top three at the moment. So Okay. So you want me to just do my five through one? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, number five, I have Buffalo Bills. Four, I have Kansas City. Three, mm-hmm. I have Tennessee. And one, Green Bay. Just some elaboration on some of my controversial picks. Um, I have New England at 11. I mean, they had a really good midseason. Uh, kind of fell off a bit. Um, yeah. And going up against a division rival like Buffalo, I, I don't know. I just I feel like their morale might be a little down but i mean i guess the playoffs is a clean slate but that's why i couldn't put i couldn't see them um i couldn't i couldn't put them above the other teams um that like san francisco or los angeles that are right before them los angeles at nine i think losing a 17 point lead to a division rival even though you didn't lose the um the home game for the first round you didn't lose the division they still could have been the second seed and played a team that I think they would have a, is a better matchup for them in, you know, the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles. So I don't know. I think you see this a lot in sports um, where, you know, teams don't play, you know, don't when they already have clinched their playoff spot, um, you know, they don't, or they have a disappointing loss to end the season or they don't play their guys for the last game that it might hurt the team morale, you know, kind of, kind of ruin their streak so i don't know from being in week 17 having you know a thriller of a game where they beat baltimore in baltimore and then losing a 17 point lead to san francisco uh, to me that has to do that has to hurt your morale a bit and then cincinnati that's why i have them at number seven as opposed to maybe last week i'd have them at maybe uh five six um, you know, losing to losing to Cleveland. I don't know. I I feel like mentally that does something to a team. So that uh, that was my reasoning. And then um, I actually used to have Kansas. I had to rethink this list because I used to have Kansas City at number two, Tampa Bay at three, and Tennessee at four. 
I know Tennessee has the bye. They're going to get King Henry back. So that will really help them. Um, and I had to put Tampa Bay above Tennessee just because they're the defending champions. Um, but also, but also I couldn't, I had to put Kansas city at four because I think that um, Tampa Bay and those other teams like Tam- uh, above them, Tennessee, Tampa Bay and green Bay are all, yeah. um, all more complete teams. And I'm, I'm more sure about what I'm going to get from them. I feel like. So yeah, yeah that's my, that's my uh, wild card, super wild card weekend power rankings. All right. All right. Um, okay. Now, finally, we are, we are on our divisional mm-hmm. round predictions. Uh, you know, yeah. who we think we'll, you know, just as a disclaimer to those wondering, I mean, I think you did the same, I'm assuming, but mm-hmm. I made these, I made this these NFL playoff bracket predictions based off of assuming that my wild card predictions hold true. So then I went from the divisional to the conference championship yeah, to the yeah, Super Bowl. I, yeah, yeah and we too. won't delve in too much into it. Um, yeah, it's going to be really quick, like maybe a minute. Just because we don't know, these are just hypothetical matchups, and we can't really talk about like the. You know, I mean, who's these are win this these game. are matchups yeah. basically on um you know how we did our score predictions basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so like. So for the first game for the divisional round, I believe it's going to be um, Cincinnati at Tennessee next week. You know, as I the agree. Four seed yep. and the one seed, um, and then uh, Buffalo at Kansas City, mm-hmm. um, three seed at two seed, um, and then for the NFC, you know, Dallas at Tampa Bay. I that's what yep. I think. Um, <laughs> well, you have San Francisco, right? Yeah. So um, it would basically be like. Um, actually, no, it would be like San Francisco versus Green Bay then, right? Yeah, you, it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, it's the Dallas and Tampa Bay, three seed and two seed, and then Los Angeles and Green Bay, um, mm-hmm. four seed and one seed. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess this one's pretty easy. If um, our audience knows how the uh, NFL playoff rules work, I mean, because we gave away our wild card predictions that – yeah, mine would be Bengals at Titans, four against one. Bills at Chiefs, three against two. I picked the Cardinals to win, so they would go to Tampa Bay. And then the 49ers. That would be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the 49ers, the highest remaining seed, would play the Packers. Um, so, uh, conference, conference championship, who you got winning. Yeah. This is when it gets interesting. All right, so, okay, let's see. So, I think that. Buffalo would move on to beat Kansas City this time. Yeah. I think it would be Buffalo and Tennessee. Or, uh, yeah, Buffalo and Tennessee for the AFC Championship. Um, and then for the NFC Championship, it would be Tampa Bay and Green Bay, you know. Mm-hmm. Divisional round rematch. Or, uh, no, it was a NFC Championship rematch, right? Um, Yeah, NFC Championship rematch. Yeah, yeah. Bucks at Packers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, maybe this time you know this this year it is looking really very realistic that Green Bay will make the Super Bowl, but you know we say that every year. Yeah, <laughs> but, we said that we said that last year when they had the first seed, but yeah, um, yeah, we'll, then, uh, um, we'll get into that. Yeah, then Super Bowl, I I believe it's going to be Buffalo and Green Bay, and uh, Green Bay might ah might just like you did last year, and then Green Bay. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to mm-hmm. leave the Packers and join the Broncos and then win another Super Bowl. 
<laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope he does, man. For that would sake. be that. Would, if that happens, that would be the biggest. Oh like, my god, watching Drew Locke frustrates me so much. I mean, even Teddy Bridgewater a little bit too. I just want a quarterback, man. <laughs> yeah, quarterback. you got. That's all you guys need. I mean, you have the weapons for it: Javante, yeah. Melvin, Jerry. Sutton fan, and then a pretty decent D. De- I mean, a pr- really wow. good defense. Ah, oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, we won't get into that, but um, yeah, so okay, this is where the fun begins. So, um, yeah, I Bengals at Titans, I gotta go with the Titans. I'm, okay. I, I believe in them. Mike Vrabel's a great coach. I think they're one of those teams that really need Derrick Henry, not just because I mean, he is the best running back, I mean, as a pure runner in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. they just have a really, they have a really balanced team. And I think Tannehill has struggled just because they haven't had that play action passing game. When you have a threat like Henry, where teams are like, Oh my God, if they run it, then, you know, so it, it, having a guy like Henry makes your quarterback look good. I think that's why teams like, you know, when, when, um, Todd Gurley was on the Rams, yeah, he made Jared Goff look good because he was so good. And then when, uh, Raheem Mostert, you know, a couple of years ago for 49ers um, was really good. And that made Jimmy G um, even better. So I think um, Henry Tannehill is not the best version of himself without uh, King Henry. So I'm going to go Titan. I'm going to say Chiefs at the Bills. I got a feeling that they're going to make their fourth AFC championship in a row. You see this with a lot of dynasties in the NFL. Um, I mean, I think New England made it in the early 2010s to like three or four or five. Yeah, they, they made it and like AFC championships in a times. row. Yeah. yeah, the early 2000s, the Philadelphia Eagles made it. Mid 2000s made it to like four straight NFC championship games. Um, the Bills, of course, in the in the early 90s when they lost the four Super Bowls. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I like the Chiefs to make their four straight um, conference championships. So it would be Chiefs at Titans. I have the Cardinals beating the Bucks. Okay. I think the I think the Bucks Kryptonite is a team that can really cannot keep up with them in a high scoring game. I think they have the weapons to do that. Um, so Cardinals win. Packers beat the 49ers. So a Cardinals and Packers five at one seed NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the one seeds in both of those games. So Titans at Packers Super Bowl. And I'm going to go with the Packers to win it all. Titans at Packers Super Bowl. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Packers to win it all. That's nice. Even though it would be nice to see the Titans finally win their, I mean, win their first Super Bowl. This, that would be their second Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, um, I, I think of, it would also I, be equally nice to see Rodgers get his second because I, th- I think if anyone deserves it, it's him. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, man. Um, so yeah, that's really it's it's literally like between the the Titans or the Bills um, for me um, in AFC. You know, I'm not trying to be biased against the Chiefs. I know they're capable of making their like what third or fourth straight Super Bowl, um, third straight. I would I would say. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um uh, that's it, guys, for our uh, you know 2021 uh, Wild Card Weekend. Super wild card weekend. Super mm. wild card weekend. Yep. Um, again, we're sorry about uh, you know this big delay for uh, you know our episodes for the last like four or five weeks. Uh, there's just been a lot going on, but you know we're finally back and we're gonna do this until you know the end of the season, like always. So, um, 
Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Thank you guys for thank you guys for supporting us. Um, mm-hmm. It was nice actually seeing we we got quite a lot of listeners on uh, our last uh, episode, which is pretty nice. Really, how much? Yeah, um, it's like uh, our average. It's like above sixty um, percent of our usually uh, listeners. Oh, that's, that's so really good. I hope it goes up because people, you know, more interested oh, in playoffs. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for your support. You know, uh, let's start this year good. Again, happy new year. We didn't get to say that yet. Um, yep. And yeah, take care, guys. I'll see you guys next week. See you, Cameron. See you, Laura. Thanks. All right.